Greetings, salute and welcome, lady beings, gentle wonders and other creatures of the night. This is the Truth or Death podcast created by Lola Hamilton and Ebo, your hosts to diversify your life. It's time for insights on the creative arts scene, hacks and tools for healthier living and hearing stories from voices around the world to share their truth stories. Are you ready to dare your truth? A new episode of the Truth or Death podcast starts now. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Gigi and Saji podcast. We're on for another Marvel episode. And in regards that Loki is coming out very, very soon, we're going to talk about the Thor movies today. And I'm, of course, again with Hannah and Craig. Hello, hello. Ooh, hello. Hello. <laughs> I didn't mean to copy you, I swear that was unintentional. <laughs> yes, you did. That was exactly was at, the same. Uh, it was at the same time. There's no way I copied you. It just I went fast. Uh, I was definitely the same time. As you can see, these two are on it again, so this episode is gonna be a delight once more. <laughs> right. How's it going? Like how are we feeling about Loki coming out next Wednesday? Good. Excited. Yeah. Pumped. Uh, I can't think of any other adjectives. <laughs> yeah, me, yeah, I'm pumped. pumped. Yeah, pumped's a good one, isn't it? I'm pumped. I'm pumped for Loki. I don't know. What else did you say? I'm excited, I guess. That makes more sense. Um, curious. Pumped. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pumped, yeah. my word. I'm... <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I can't say I'm like ridiculously excited yeah i can't say i'm pumped i'm not quite pumped yet i'm like you know maybe like a few notches down from pumped um Um, a few notches down from pumped to be (laughs) (laughs) um i'm like excitedly intrigued (laughs) (laughs) sounds like pumped to me (laughs) I'm just not as cool as you to use the word pump seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's certainly some excitement going on. <laughs> it's up for debate. I, I can sum up how we feel, but it's a bit too early to go down this path. I'm, I'm going to do it anyway. I, I'm feeling very wow, you know, just wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, that's, that's how excited I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah okay cool before we're taking it to the wow moments of this podcast um and our theories and hopes and thoughts for loki we're gonna take it back to the first thor movie let's have it lads <laughs> remember <Wow>. that time <laughs> <laughs> remember the time when thor used to be a dick and just swing his hammer that sounds so oh. interesting when i say <laughs> <it> like that <laughs> God, yeah. but it is what it is. We can all agree when we saw Thor in the first movie. The hammer is definitely a phallic object for his <laughs> for his penis. Yeah, but, he yeah, was but just swinging that thing around. Yeah, but the whole movie is up for debate of whether he's worthy of it. So, um... oh yeah, true. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he's not worthy of the penis. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 what was the question? <laughs> What happens when I don't introduce questions? <laughs> We're just so lost in the structure. We could barely get here on time, let alone anything else. Well, who could barely get here on time? So the question was literally like your thoughts on being uh, hammers and such. I, I normally, I always think I hate the four films. I don't know why. Whenever I go to, like whenever I'm doing a rewatch, I'm always like, ah, when I get to four. And I, and I still, I don't know, I still feel a little bit like that with the first two, especially, because I just feel they're so, they're not the same four we have now. I much prefer the four we have now and after, like, you know, Ragnarok 4 onwards. So, like, the first two are still okay, but they're still, like, I don't know, for me, they're just not super interesting. And, like, yeah, seeing four be a dick isn't the most fun. And, uh, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff in them. But, again, yeah, I just don't think they do a lot. They're, I mean, they're there just to sort of establish, obviously, four and 
sort of his storyline and and we all we've spoke many times about like jane and all that stuff darcy you know again all these characters who existed for like those films and then never again <laughs> until recently but yeah i i definitely think like the 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 they're entertaining, but not they're not my favorites. I, I just think there's a lot of wasted potential in them, I guess, is how I would sum it up. Yeah, I yeah, I see I see what you mean, to be honest. I think it's um like it's it's so interesting because um I don't dread rewatching them, but I like they're never my go to for the rewatch. If I'm gonna rewatch any of them, I'll always rewatch Ragnarok, because that's mm-hmm like infinitely in my opinion better but like I just like there's parts of them I do really like but it just to me doesn't hold like well as like a standalone film or like as a standout film um but like in the first one like I like and the second one I really love like how it opens with like um Odin's kind of like narration and the introduction of the film like it feels kind of like fairy tale and I love like I love the moments on like Asgard and stuff because it to me it feels like a space Riverdale Rivendell (laughs) no you said Riverdale space Riverdale (laughs) careful (laughs) that would be the weirdest I'd still watch it no it's like a space (laughs) Riverdale and it's so beautiful but it's in space but it's really pretty and like yeah I just think some of it's really like aesthetically pleasing but yeah you're right like I feel like a lot of the characters they just don't really know what to do with or like don't really establish them well enough to I guess like for everyone to be their favorites like I always really liked Darcy but it's only until like WandaVision that I've been like oh my god she's she's amazing I'm obsessed um like yeah it's just an interesting ride however I do think Tom Hiddleston's amazing from from the, <laughs> from the moment we see him as Loki like even in his first scene like I just he doesn't say anything for about 10 minutes, but the shade he throws with just his eyes, I think is incredible. Like Thor and Odin are having this like heated debate and Loki's just like, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to choosing like my top pick movies, that definitely has changed back then when we not had like all the sidekick movies. Um, I w- definitely choose the Thor movies as my favorites but back then it was just one and two I think similar uh, together with the Captain America ones as of like my favorite interests Mm, the first one is kind of like I mean I still enjoy watching it because it's it's the OG that we need to understand certain certain stuff but obviously since we have Ragnarok it's just that was that was just so good and yeah with the first one it's what I always liked about I mean we can uh, we can just dive directly in like kind of like all three movies to be honest because it kind of like interwines with like opinions and stuff Mm. so with the first one what I really enjoyed or just generally in the series is that they had these amazing landscapes when it comes to the different worlds and realms and that's something that I really enjoy because, especially Norse mythology, you often get Norse mythology portrayed through Vikings and stuff, but we harshly ever get like a full-on like gods TV show. I mean, for example, American Gods is out there, but it's not entirely focused on Norse mythology in itself. It's a part of it and not completely. And like to have moments where you can actually see Asgard, Jotunheim and stuff. That's actually really nice and also looks amazing on screen. So that's something that I always enjoyed. Just having that kind of like imagining imagining creative output on the on the nine realms. And yeah, it's interesting because like you always get me more with like magic and Norse mythology rather than I'm a billionaire and I wear a super wonderful suit and punch people with it. Um, So that's something that I more enjoy. What I think is a bit of a pity is that so many side characters could have gotten better storylines in the whole Thor franchise. Sif, the three warriors, and I think they are called the three warriors. That's literally yeah. the, the, the name. Yeah. Uh, warriors three, I think it is. What are Warriors three? Is yeah, like Lady yeah. Sif and the Warriors three, I believe, is the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, for, for 
for example, they are great. Sif has actually quite a big role in Norse mythology. I'm going to tell you that, guys, on the next episode. Um, so it's characters like that where I think they had such an amazing start with. And what I also liked is that they kind of like tried to pull this scientific thing into it with like Jane and the Darcy and the, the professor and stuff, which I thought was great because it's this thing of like, yeah, how would humans react when we actually find out that gods are alive? And like, what means that for us as scientists? And I love that aspect, but then Jane got kicked off the, the spectrum. And it's just this thing of, I mean, I'm glad we got Darcy back with WandaVision and stuff. It's just this thing of like, this could have gone, like, this could have gone into such an interesting perspective. Like having Jane, for example, somewhat involved in the whole like Ragnarok storyline. I would have loved to see that. So I'm intrigued to see what we're going to get with Lady Thor and how they're going to pull that off. Because like so far I'm still like, okay, but now you bring her back. So I have trust that it's going to be a good movie. And I think because we got Taika on board again, it's going to be great. However, I think it's, there, there was wasted potential and like not including her also with literally yeah there's not enough s screen time for like characters like Sif and stuff and it's just this it's a bit of a pity because like there were so many great potential characters in there that could have gotten much more screen time than just the the sidekick moments and just a bit of a deeper storyline and yeah we didn't really got that which is a shame and yeah, what can I say? Loki. <laughs> Loki is the one. Um, I enjoy Loki because um, on that note, it's a good character to see. Like For me, he's still not the classic villain. There's so much more to his layer. And the more you <laughs> like explore his story all around the universe, and I hope we get that in the TV show as well, that you can see that you can't simply say, like, oh, he's the villain. No, he's literally following his own morals. Whether you agree with it is... A different thing they made him the classic disney villain in avengers but that's a whole nother rant i'm gonna have when we <laughs> talk about the <laughs> avengers movie and the storyline which is <clears throat> not good in my opinion and um yeah then <laughs> <laughs> just, just drop that in i'm gonna explain this but not right now just two way <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah i do enjoy that i do enjoy that i also thought that some of the tall villains we had were incredibly great um like in the first one and i i forgot about this villain actually we got this massive piece of metal uh, which is <laughs> i believe called the destroyer yeah. and yeah. um that was quite interesting to see because it reminded me of uh how are the are they called the type of x-men that are in, I think it's uh, Days of the Future Past. Oh, the Sentinels. Yeah, Sentinels, yes, I was looking for the word. They, <laughs> it kind of reminded me of that. And then on the second one, I mean, to be honest, I'm not quite fond with Malekit, but I think it was cool to see that we had, like, some weird, dark, edgy beings around that too. Uh, that was also connected to the Nine Rams. And then obviously Hela is a fucking queen. And... <sighs> We love her and Kate Blanchett. Please step on me. So, yeah. <laughs> How are you allowed to say that and I'm not? <laughs> I feel like I said that. You can say that. No way. If I said that, I'd be, uh, I'd be, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, though. Yeah. Kate, Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Yeah. I love her sarcasm. I just, I think she's, uh, the way she delivers some of her lines in Ragnarok is just, it's so evil, but so brilliantly funny as well. <laughs> like, she's like, oh, you're here. Like, it's just great. Yeah, <laughs> but, sorry, go on. It's weird. Why, why, why is it? Do we think that, like, obviously we all in agreement that Ragnarok is so incredible. <laughs> so, like, but why? What? What do you think is different about it? I guess is like, uh, like, assuming there's no questions, I'll, I'll take the front here. <laughs> but uh, I'm just curious. I'm just thinking in my mind, like, I wonder why is it that like Ragnarok is so incredible in its way? Like, why did it take them three films to get this right? Obviously, like, Taika is incredible. Uh, you know, Taika Waititi as, as a writer and director is incredible. His, I love all of his stuff. But, like, do we think it's strongly because he took over? Or do you think it's, like, I don't know, did Marvel just kind of finally, like, 
let loose a bit you know because this was like in the age of where they were a bit more like even though it's uh it's still right before infinity war but you know they're definitely this it, ragnarok has definitely felt more like they were like yeah just go for it like do what you want have all this cool stuff you know like why so yeah why why do you think ragnarok is uh, the best one or why do you think it took them this long to get to this good do you want to go first hannah yeah i can go first um <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> um I, yeah, I do think Tiger's influence is, you know, really good. And I think that he is able to really utilize the comedy. And I think um, Chris Hemsworth is so good at comedy. I think he's really, really brilliant. And I, I think that was such a, like, good move to, like, bring this new Thor into, like, existence. Which, in some in some ways, is quite jarring because... If you do compare him to the other two films, it is very he is a very different thought. But I I think he's much more likable. He's much more relatable. I think he's much more because like like we were saying like in the first movie, he's like oh I'm, I'm a jock and hammers and you know like it's it's just like and I feel like the character arc doesn't change enough for me for me to be by the end of the movie going yes okay I like this Thor and then in the second one. Again, I feel like there's not much of a like development. I feel like he's kind of more on the same wavelength. Um, and like it is nice in an extent that if you put those two movies together, we do see that the first he's like, I am king because it's my birthright. And now he's like, I don't know if I want to be king, you know, I just want to protect Asgard. And like that is together a good arc. But I just think in terms of the film that alone, they're not strong enough. Um, and also like, I don't know if there's just too many characters going on as well to really get us to love who they are and develop them because you've got obviously like Darcy, um, Selvig and um, Jane and then you've got Thor and then you've got Loki, Odin and Freya, Frigga. Frigga, thank you. And and then you've got the Warriors 3 and Sif. Like, there's a lot of characters going on that you kind of need to establish and need to know who they are, but love, but also introduce to each other. And it's it. And then I know, like, obviously, later on, when we get to, like, Infinity War, we do have so many characters, but they've all been established kind of separately in their own right. And it's not like one film is trying to, like, half-heartedly set up all these characters. Um... So I think that works because like obviously in Ragnarok you have like Valkyrie who's like new um, and like oh, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Brilliant. Iconic. Iconic. Yeah, I just I just think it's much more kind of contained in a way. Um, yeah, and it, it, I feel like it's much more of a, a threat to um, what's the word? Like Thor and Asgard and everything that he knows as opposed to just like you know, essentially he couldn't get, like, he could just ignore Jane. Like, he couldn't give a shit and just let it happen. Or, like, you know, Loki is kind of, like, banished Thor. I don't know. I just, yeah, I just think it works so much better. It's more contained. It's more of a immediate threat. It's everything Thor has, like, stood for and stuff. And also there's, yeah, I feel, <laughs> I feel like I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> I'm, like, lost in my thoughts. <laughs> Ragnarok's great. This is why we need the questions to prepare because I'm even more lost than usual. Um, yeah, I just think the comedy and the tone and the char- and the character arc is just much more polished and better in Ragnarok, and the villain is much more hateable. Like, it, yeah, I guess Loki's kind of the villain in the first one, but it's you know, I I don't know. I feel like. He spends a lot of his time on Asgard and Thor spends a lot of his time on Earth. So you kind of don't see them interact as much. And they kind of, Thor doesn't really know what's going on for a lot of the time. Um, And then in the second one, like, Malekith, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Again, (laughs) well, I mean, I just, I don't know. It just doesn't, it just doesn't feel like an immediate threat in a way. Like, obviously it is to Jane, but I just, yeah. I don't know. Whereas, like, Hela literally is their sister that they've never met before, and suddenly she's like back. I think that's such a, yeah. 
That's what I would say. Although, do you know what really does confuse me? This is probably another tangent. I've talked for so long. I'm so sorry, everybody. I will be sad for the rest of the day. But like, why is it, right? If Loki is adopted, why does Loki and Hela look exactly the same? Like they look like brother and sister, but then Thor looks like Odin. Surely. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know what I mean though? I don't know how to answer that one. Uh... Why? I just uh... don't get it. <laughs> Uh, I can't wait to give you the answer on that one, yeah, on the Norse mythology, oh, okay, so, okay. because I, like I could get really is, shady right now. <laughs> I'm sure there um, is a more tied-in story to it, but yeah, yeah, for Marvel's sense, it's just, I don't know, Loki has a cool look as a villain, Yeah. <laughs> so Hela has to have the same vibe. Literally, well, even the bit when um, she's like, Neil, and he's like, I beg your pardon, like, yeah. they're the same, they might as well be twins, like. <laughs> Anyway, over to someone else, please. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So to break it from a writer's point of view, the first one is definitely just an origin story, but it's an origin brother story. And I think as for Thor, it's so much easier to like Loki in the first one, because like you get to have this already kind of like tragic background where with Thor, it's like, you're a dick and you want to be king one day and you're not worthy. It's like, that's the baseline of the story, which is essential for his character development later on. But that's also why the, and it's necessary. Like we need to have these stories where characters change drastically in the sense of if you, for example, would have half him as he is in Thor 3 in the same movie, that would just not make sense. That would just be like, what do you mean he just changed within 20 minutes of the movie? And so it is essential and it's kind of like, I like the the idea behind it of like, you know, like if you behave like that, you're not, you're not going to go where you, where you are. This is bigger than yourself. I like that kind of sense. And then obviously with Loki um, and his like, you lied, you lied to me, there's betrayal and stuff like that. So that one is good. And it's a classic origin story in that sense, per se. The second one, though, is actually more focused around the whole romance, if we break it down, because Jane goes to Asgard, is involved with that. She has the ether and stuff. So it's more a Jane and Thor story. And then obviously also a bit more romantic on the note of like, okay, she really means more to me. And then also she meets his like parents in that sense and stuff. And... So it's not much development on Thor's side per se. It's more this thing of like how he is within this relationship and how he has to save things by that. And then on the third one, that's when we actually get to see Thor making decisions that are so much bigger than himself. So for example, like with the whole like, yeah, what can I do to save my my people? You know, like this is bigger than myself. I need to work with Loki together and stuff like that. And the combination of that is like it's a good sense of like it's actually pretty serious with a good pinch of comedy whereas the first ones were more story driven like there was also humor in it as marvel always does it obviously because it's at the end of the day marvel is always family friendly on that note um but then with ragnarok it's just the thing of like yeah there's no like i think it's literally in the first half an hour where we get to see the uh, warrior three die and stuff and and shit happens like that and it's just like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. what what just happened like can't wait to rant about that also (laughs) Uh... (laughs) 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 that was a very strange noise (laughs) hannah just kind of broke i think hannah broke (laughs) <laughs> i'm always broke no, no starting oh. hannah yeah oh my gosh yeah so yeah essentially and obviously because i i think it's so great that they put someone like taika in charge on that one and just yeah i mean i'm still the only thing that's still like is freaking confusing to me is this whole space hulk thing like space hulk hulk Oh, you said space hug. I was like, what is a space hug? I was like, tell me everything. (laughs) Sounds so cute. It's mystical. Yeah, space hug. I'm just, 
I don't know. It's it's a bit. It, it I guess it's. I mean, on one part, it makes sense with the whole like you know everything kind of like comes together on that note and stuff. I just, I guess it was just a bit confusing to me to have like you know and the whole thing of like. But then also we got this amazing fight between Fenris and like Hulk and stuff. But Hulk, Hulk's been a very weird like sidelined character. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. for, for what is argument like Hulk is a great example of where like despite everything that the MCU's done, like Hulk has always been the one that's weird. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's not he's never had an arc or like a real development, but at the same time, like like every time he has developed, it's been leaps. You know what I mean? Like huge yeah. leaps. Like if you think of the Hulk that we have in in like Avengers and then the Hulk we have in like Ragnarok, like the, the leap between those two is huge, but it's like we don't really, and I think that's why you like you said it's weird because it's like we don't get any real development for it. You know, the closest we have is like an Ultron where it's like he's kind of, we can kind of see he's a bit more capable, like, and he's a bit more, you know, in between the two. But then by Ragnarok, he's, he's the other way again. And he's now like super, Hulk, you know, he is like Hulk, but, you know, way more in control of it and sort of, is just being himself and then you know the leap between that and obviously like endgame you know they're like so different and it's only like what a few films in between like obviously yeah there's a lot of time in between but like hulk is always that weird one that marvel just seems to never want to truly tell us what happens <laughs> you know it's just like he's like yeah we you know we, this is him now and don't get me wrong like you say like in ragnarok it's a you know don't get me wrong, his appearance in ragnarok is like great i, I love you know, Gladiator, Hulk, and all that, but he, yeah, he's a good example of, I feel like, a character that just never will, maybe will ever, never, ever get development, <laughs> like, proper development. Maybe with She-Hulk, they might spend a bit more time, because them being cousins and all that, it would be nice to have that, but again, it feels almost too late at that point. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't even know if Hulk is set to appear in it, I would assume so, but again, our Hulk is still Hulk at the moment, so I don't, I, I don't know what the plan will be, but, uh, yeah, that was just sorry. That was a tangent. <laughs> no, no, I completely agree. It feels like you know when you watch your favorite TV show, but like they've done a spin-off series with a, with one of your favorite characters, but you haven't watched the new series yet. But they keep popping back up in the series that you're watching. Yeah, and it's like you can't fill in the gaps. You don't know what's happened behind the scenes because you keep just seeing them pop up again. And it's yeah, I I completely agree. And I feel like that's where Ragnarok is so strong as well, because even though Ragnarok takes its leaps, like quite drastic leaps with its characters, I don't think we ever felt that it was too far. You yeah. know, there's like a lot of what you guys say. It's like, you know, we every every leap that he has and like sort of the things we that happen in the film don't feel like they're ever too far, which is, you know, that's how it should be. Or I feel like a lot of the problem with the other four films is that they just like you were saying, like nothing really happens. <laughs> like Thor doesn't really <laughs> yeah. change, or like you know he may change a little bit, but he still kind of is still. I mean, by the, when we see him again, like from four one to Avengers, he's still pretty much up his own ass. <laughs> like and is doesn't really change. Maybe changes a little bit by the end of Avengers, but not really. And then four two, I I can't even think like he's still pretty much the same. I can't think of any drastic development. Okay, he's lost Loki, but then he hasn't. <laughs> Lol like, jokes. Yeah, like Loki fakes his death so many times that it's just at that point you're just like, yep. <laughs> you know, like, and, and yeah, again, 4 2 is a weird one for like, Malekith should be, I feel like, a bigger threat, but isn't. Like, <laughs> like I can never even remember half the time 4 2, the shit that happens in that film, because like, the Aether's weird. I hate the Aether stuff. I, I don't get, I, I, I was trying to work out when you were talking about it, like, what the hell was the like Malakif's point? Does it, does anyone remember why Malakif wanted the the Aether? Like, I guess it's power, but yeah, it was literally to just consume just, just, it and yeah. then basically go to war with it and just yeah. have the power for the worlds and stuff. And I know yeah. it's like the nine realms are like lining up as well. I remember shit like that, but that's that's what I mean. It's so weird to have that film. I feel like be so forgettable which is kind of a shame, which is why I think that's why Ragnarok was such of a change. And yeah, every, I feel like everyone, you could probably speak to most people who watch Marvel movies and they could tell you more about Ragnarok than they could about 4, 1 and 2. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think also what would have been interesting is if the Aether had really, like, for example, changed Jane 
Yeah. And like yeah. that could have been such a good pick point of like he has to actually fight the love of his life or like the person that he really admires and <clears throat> to see what that leaves her to and then build up from there. But it was just this thing of like, oh she yeah. Absorbed her... it. She she takes yeah, it. Yeah. But nothing yeah. happens to her. She just she survives it, right? So Yeah, she absorbs it, <laughs> then she has this power thing, then she's get taken to Asgard. Yeah, and cool. it's this whole thing of like blah 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 blah, Frigga dies, blah 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 blah. And then it's just this Yeah, there's just not they could have gone really dark with it, but they didn't. Yeah. I guess as well, actually, if um, it had changed her and obviously her and Thor had, had like a big fight or something, um, once obviously that they've saved the day and she's it's not in her anymore, it would have changed her still, probably not for the better, but like emotionally you, you'd feel different. And that would be like a better reason that she's not in Ragnarok because that would be the reason that they're not together anymore. Yeah, other than the little sideline line of, hi, she's not here anymore. It is funny how they still like have that in the four films. Like, I don't know if it's just, I'm sure it happens more in other films as well, but it feels like four just has a bad rep with like characters just kind of existing and then not existing at a whim. Like, mm-hmm. uh, the fucking Warriors 3 is like the prime example by Ragnarok. What's it? They're all wiped except Sif, who just is like, Where is Sif? I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. never mind. Like, she's off doing something else, I guess. So she's still alive. <laughs> And yeah. maybe we'll see her again, but it's like they, they just have so many characters that they just wipe like in one go. And For like sure. even Darcy and that now we're getting Darcy again. But I mean, are we gonna probably see her again? Who knows? You know? Yeah. I well, I am actually really excited about Sif because so because when I was watching it the other day, I was like, Yeah, why why isn't she in Ragnarok? Apparently the actress couldn't commit to the film because Yeah, I remember reading that. Yeah, it was something about like she um, I think Marvel let her know really late and she's like, well, I can't, I've already committed. Yeah. Um, so the article was literally like, so she might come back. Woo, <laughs> yeah. She's not dead. But apparently she has actually been confirmed for Love and Thunder. So I'm actually really okay. excited to see what happens when she comes back. Because I know I she pops she... up in Ages of Shield as well a few times. Yeah, she yeah. loves episodes. Yeah, um, which is really great. nice. Yeah. It's nice though, like, yeah, I liked Talk- it. How cool would that if she comes back and she's the love of interest of Jane? I'm yeah. here for it. <laughs> that, you know what? It wouldn't. Yeah, I. I was thinking just as you were talking about, I was like, I wonder if she'll like help train Jane and sort of stuff like that because it would make more sense. Yeah. Think... Please do that, Marvels. Make the gays happy. <laughs> yeah, please. That would be. Cr- I mean, not that I'm a gay, but yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> as an ally, make them happy. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Yeah, it's just, you know, there's potential. And it's also, yeah, it's such a shame because especially um, from the three, what's his name? H- Hogan? Is it Hogan? I could not name you a single one of them. Uh, <laughs> I know one of them's played, well, was played by Josh Dallas and is now played by Zachary Levi. Yeah, I, 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 I literally I was about to say, I could name you that one of them was Zachary Levi. Other than that, I could not tell you anything else about them. <laughs> yeah, it's so. <laughs> It's the one where Thor also helps in the realms in Dark World. Yeah, I yeah. Begin, beginning. I'm bad with pronunciation. Um, basically, my point here is that was a great Asian side character, and they kicked him off oh, the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah no, for sure. It's your situations like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I thought it was really interesting because in Dark World, um, obviously they go and I can't remember his his planet but they they go and save his planet and he's like yeah i need to help rebuild and thor's like no worries we'll see you we'll see you later and then in and like we just don't really see him at all for the rest of the movie but in ragnarok the other two die like straight away and then he gets like a whole battle scene it was like <laughs> it just felt like oh shit yeah sorry you got sidelined that film but we'll bring you back in for a big fight scene in this one how's that like <laughs> It's also so weird. It's like Ragnarok is like it has still the same faults, but yeah, at the same time, like it's, it improves on so much as well. Because like we say, how there's like these non-memorable characters and like these like one-off things, but Ragnarok still has those, but they're somehow like much better. Like I don't know how like that works, but they just like like you know, it still manages to introduce Valkyrie, Hela, and all of that, and you're still like hell yeah, like I like these characters compared to like the last film. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like as well, Ragnarok's like the first that feels more like uh, the MCU as well, which 
Like the other two are still, I feel like, so self-contained, even though they one takes place obviously before Avengers and one sort of after when things are a bit more established. But I feel like with Ragnarok, we have that bit where it goes to obviously Stephen Strange and things like that. And it's it's just so feels much more like a real connected universe, which I feel like is just that added touch of why it's so enjoyable, because it's like we get that like, oh, my God, I know this guy. I've yeah. seen this, this wizard, the sorcerer. <laughs> Literally, I know though. him from other films. But the thing is, for me, that whole moment with Doctor Strange in it, it just feels like he's gone to see Sherlock Holmes because <laughs> even even the house is called like Bleecker Street or something. Like, and I'm like, that's so similar to Baker Street. And then it's like the house is all Victorian, old esque. He's got like books everywhere. He's like, right, I'll help you solve this problem. Here's your dad. Like, I was just like he's basically Sherlock, but a wizard now. Like, just. I think that's the joke of it. I think that's like if it's I I haven't paid attention to the like street name and stuff, and but I know what scene you mean, mm. and it sounds like that's an underlying humorous punch of yeah, he's also Sherlock, but who is that now? <laughs> well, it's not funny. No, <laughs> <laughs> stupid <Sure>. Doctor Strange. <laughs> Please listen to the episode before to hear our thoughts on um, Doctor Strange. <laughs> right, guys. I think that's a lot of thoughts to all the Thor movies. If you want to have a concrete answer to what we think about certain characters or want to know more about these detailed inputs on any of the movies, just let us know. We're moving on to the total truth, which I'm only letting you one this time because we also need to still talk about Loki. So there you go, gang. I'm just getting my list of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Bring out the list again. I, I, I get so annoying. I, I swear I had a really good one the other day and I didn't write it down. So my good one is now. I, I, my total truth is that I think it's unfair that Lola is restricting us to one total truth. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's perfectly unfair. She can't say anything about it. So <laughs> I'm just putting in my comment now. No, I'll try to think of one. I'll try to think of what was the one I had the other day. God damn it. That's so annoying. My total truth is I'm an idiot. Because I had a good one and I should have written it down. Um, Anna, where's the come pull up the list? I'll think. Okay, um, I'm trying to think which one to go with. I'm trying to think what which vibe we're going down. <laughs> is there any? Is is one just like say like men are trash? Like I feel like that's probably no, actually. Surprise. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm surprised myself. That'll be next week. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna put it on the list. <laughs> God no, that's the one I had. Um. Oh, okay, okay, I know which one I'm going to go with. I I think one of the worst things you can put on your head is a bucket hat. Oh, that's so weird. Oh my god, my friend literally said that yesterday. He's, he would, We were just, we passed him with a bucket hat and he's like, I fucking hate bucket hats. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm on the side of bucket hats fine, by the way. but I I can't stand them. I was like, Go on. What's wrong with bucket hats? Uh, well, I'm about to just explain. <laughs> Who hurt you that wore a bucket hat? Like, obviously, I'm very much the person that you can wear whatever you want. Like, you, you know, <laughs> except if it's a bucket hat. No, I'm just... <laughs> no, honestly, though. Like, wear whatever you want. If you like bucket hats, please wear them. But personally, I just, <laughs> I just think they're so stupid. I just think they're, like, the worst hat there's no structure to them. They're floppy. I think there's a reason. Like, they just, oh, they're just not flattering. Like, I just don't understand. Like, I don't think they provide much warmth. Like, they maybe protect you from the sun. <laughs> I don't really know. I just think they're just stupid. And I think there's a reason they should have been left in, like, was it the noughties and nineties? Like, the early, they should have just been left there. R.I.P. And I hate that they've come back. <sighs> I'm just picturing there's a few things. I'm picturing someone who is really a fan of listening to Hannah on this podcast, who was who currently was wearing or has bucket hats and is now like just looking at them with such like regret or putting taking them off and feeling so ashamed of themselves. Oh no, no! Like honestly though, if you want to wear a bucket hat, please wear a bucket hat. You can wear a bucket but hat. Hannah will think you are stupid and scum of the earth. So just wear I... that. Wear it with pride, you know. I just think you'll have very questionable um, 
hat choices. <laughs> Otherwise, I think you're a stand-up person and thank you for listening to me every single week. <laughs> I know Lola's not allowed to say things, but she definitely lost it when you said that it keeps it doesn't keep you warm. Which is also like, why does the hat have to serve the purpose of keeping your head warm? What's wrong with just wearing the hat? Like the, you know, I think the bugger hat's to protect you from the sun more than keeping you warm. Well, yeah, but I I just don't even feel like they do that much. Like I just I just feel like it's like for me, it's like you've just ripped a bit of fabric off like a bigger bit of fabric and just literally placed it on your head. Like I just <laughs> just think it looks Honestly, terrible. I hate bucket hats again. I'm buying a bucket hat soon. That's <laughs> just how weird, how weird it's just like the universe is strange like that. Like literally yesterday, my friend was like, "We start passing on the bucket hat," and he's like, "God, I fucking hate bucket hats." And now I come up to this today, and you're like, "God, I hate bucket hats." Like what? Like I, I don't even own a bucket hat, so it's not even like the universe is trying to tell me that I should throw away my bucket yeah. hat. I don't own one. Also, also, which friend said that? Oh, yeah, it was uh, it was Jake. Mm. <laughs> that... I think Jake is a great, great guy, <laughs> and I think he has great hat choices. Um, unless he wears flat caps, I don't like flat caps either. Like we're flat not caps as well. I hope so. <laughs> That's me out. That's what my flat caps can. Oh, I'm sorry. I just uh, flat just caps. You don't like hat. What hats do you like? Just about every other hat is absolutely fine. I just don't like bucket hats. Also, the bucket name. Like, <laughs> like if you want to wear a bucket, just put a fucking bucket on your head. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right, so, so someone wearing a bucket hat or somebody wearing a literal bucket, who's more stupid? The person in the bucket hat, obviously. <laughs> the bucket already serves a purpose beyond being a hat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> isn't a bucket hat like a fisherman's hat like isn't that what bucket hats were like fishermen normally wear them I feel like it's a fisherman's hat I mean uh, like fair enough I'll, I'll give it to the fishermen you know they can wear if it, if that's where it came from they can wear the bucket hat well that's a, that's my problem with like flat caps as well is I feel like unless you're like a farmer or over a certain age I don't think you should wear them unless it's like you know fancy dress <laughs> What? <laughs> Flat caps are restricted to fancy dress now. My God. I just, oh, I, just, I think it's because I know I've known a lot of people that are like maybe this is me generalizing terribly, but like there's a lot of pe- <laughs> there's a lot of people like that I've met that are like kind of our age and stuff wearing a flat cap, and they most of them have been absolute knobs. Like, kind of agree, kind of agree. Come from someone who wears flat caps, I agree. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, do you actually? <laughs> I wouldn't tell you anyway. I'm putting away my bucket heads as well. You have no dominion over this area. <laughs> you can literally wear whatever other hat you want. Just don't. <laughs> no, if you want, if you want to wear a fl- again, if you want to wear a flat cap, wear a flat cap. I will be very happy for you. Like I wouldn't recommend it, and I don't particularly like them. But again. Wear them if it makes you happy, because that is what life is about, making yourself happy. <sighs> Over to you, Craig, and your truth. <laughs> um, oh, God, I've survived completely. There's no way I can remember after that tangent now. I've been thinking about bucket hats and hats. Um, oh, true. Well, do I have anything today? What's peeved me up recently? I was saying so good. I'm so mad at myself. Because I had something so good that I just came in my brain and I was like, man, that'd be a good one. I mean, that's I mean, that's pretty much it. There you go. There's one. Isn't it annoying when someone says they remembered something really good and then now they can't remember it? You know, <laughs> like that, that peeves me off. It's like, you know, when someone's like, I was about to tell you something. And you're like, oh, what was it? And they're like, oh, I don't know now. And you're just like, you have to spend the rest of the day like wondering what that was. And that's how I'm feeling right now. <laughs> that is um, really annoying. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, well, come on. What was it? Brain. Come on, work with me. I'm thinking about bucket hats. I can't think of shit. I can't think of it. <laughs> what um, more hats will annoy Hannah? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I like bucket hats. I don't know. I, don't, I might have to buy a bucket hat. I don't own a bucket hat. I can't picture myself in a bucket hat, but I will buy a bucket hat for the I sake don't... of... <laughs> for the sake like... of cause. I feel like now, if we um, if we ever get merch for this podcast, there's literally going to be like, bucket I hate hat. bucket hats on a bucket hat. <laughs> Rev bucket hat. 
if I if, if someone was to buy you a bucket hat for 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 a gift, would you keep the bucket hat? <laughs> um. You have to, right? It's a gift. You can't buy yeah. it. I mean, I'd probably like keep it for a while and then just give it to charity. Oh no, no, that's <laughs> as, as, we moving, as we are moving <laughs> back to like an open talk on this one. <laughs> if someone would do that to me, I would be honest with them and say, like, why did you spend your money on that? Can you exchange it and give me something nice? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lola, do you hate bucket hats as well? I don't mind them. Okay. The only thing that confused me is just there were suddenly everyone was wearing them, and I was like. When I say everyone, it started around Asian people that I know. And I think that's where the trend kind of like came off, I believe. It's quite a fashion thing over there. Yeah. And then that's... people started wearing them in the UK as well. And I was like, okay, cool. But to be honest, I'm not good with what's trendy on, on this kind of stuff. Because I do my own style. I am living a walking, living rainbow wardrobe. So, or just black. <laughs> Literally. I was gonna say, it's funny you say that, and then the last outfit I saw you in was all black. Literally, <laughs> you can never I go wrong with black. Color in the rainbow, <laughs> to my you knowledge. You can never go wrong with black. It's either that or something very colorful. Black always looks good on me and people. So, there you have a truth. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. We've been so far off with bucket heads and other stuff. Let's yeah. go back to Loki. I can't remember mine, so we're just going to have to... I'm annoyed at myself. That's my total truth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry to all bucket hat wearers, but also I still hate them. (laughs) Wicked. Right, so basically, what's your thoughts, theories on Loki? Because we're moving towards the Wednesday night, where we're going to have the first episode. (laughs) I... uh... I honestly like it's I feel like I say this of everyone but I feel like the other two are at least a little easier to predict to some degree one division especially I feel like one division was so we all kind of knew no to some degree we all knew where one division was going like we we kind of got we knew the gist of it uh Falcon Winter Soldier a little less so because it's a bit harder when it's like uh more like you know like it's hard to predict Winter Soldier like as a film because like it's I don't know what you call it like it's more like it's like a spy film isn't easy to predict because there's always going to be some sort of weird plot or like twists or whatever um but like with the, with Loki I honestly feel like I have no real idea where it's gonna go like I have, like, you know, yeah, I have some understanding, you know, it's from uh, past experiences, you know, Loki's always an ass. <laughs> you know, Loki isn't the kind of person to maybe work cooperatively and things like that. So I, I, I'm sure there is going to be a lot of, you know, he'll say he's going to do something, he'll probably do the opposite and stuff like that. But this is definitely one where I, it's it's so hard for me to predict like I, I don't think I could give you like an idea of where I think this show is going to go at all. Other than like my my main I guess theory is that I'm convinced the the time people I can't remember what they're called, but uh, they are going to be evil or not necessarily evil, but are definitely not good guys. <laughs> like I, I refuse to believe that an organization that you know looks after the flow of time is not biased <laughs> and is not like up to something not necessarily evil i guess but you know they'll definitely be manipulating loki even if they say they won't i just feel like they'll very much because loki himself uh, is is technically a a, uh my god i my brain is (laughs) my brain is fried but uh it's technically like a oh my god what's the word (laughs) um uh, not like a deviant oh my god what's the word uh, you know, an unnormality. I know. What I'm trying to say is he doesn't belong in his, like, timeline, right? Like, he broke time, correct? Yeah. yeah. So, like, whatever the word is for, <laughs> for what you would call that, like... Is an anomaly? What... Yes, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> like, that's, yeah, so he's an anomaly. He's not, you know, he doesn't belong. So, like, it's very convenient. They're going to be like, oh, well, you can help us do all this stuff. And then what's going to happen in the end? Well, are we just going to send him back? Like, no, no. Like, I feel like, we're, you know, he's gone. They're, they're going to either off him or, like, put him away somewhere. Or it just feels like to me that that 
that Loki is going to be more of a, not a good guy in this scenario, but I think we're going to want to side with him more than who he's working for. Is, is a, That was a long tangent to get to that point. <laughs> other than that, yeah, I have no idea really where to go. Like, I know we're going to see Loki, I think, hopping, I think I've said before, like hopping to different times or uh, realities, places, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, being himself. <laughs> and I know we're going to see, uh, like, his, his magic more. That's definitely, I think he said that he's going to be showing off his magic. Uh, Fem Loki should be in it as well. So there's a lot of interesting stuff. But, yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm more excited to just really, hopefully after this first episode, we'll get some more ground in where it's going to take us. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's... Yeah, because for me, the reason why I'm not like wholly excited is because um, I guess with the whole like multiple, multiple universes, multiple timelines with all that, it frustrates me because like I feel like, you know, in Infinity War when we saw Loki die, it was so powerful and we'd had the whole character arc like change in Ragnarok and we saw him evolve and like it was just like to me it was just really like special to see and it was really heart-wrenching and also that then like you know kind of kick-started um Thor's journey in Infinity War as well and you know he'd, he'd seen Heimdall die he'd seen Loki die and you know we get that beautiful line later in the film where he's suddenly like um when, the, when they're like what are you doing this for and he's like I have nothing else and just knowing all that I feel like bringing Loki back kind of undermines all that because to me that is such a like beautiful like arc um and like I know one of my friends pointed out to me that obviously this is a different Loki this is a new Loki we don't know this Loki because obviously he was taken out of the time um in the Avengers so obviously it is a different Loki he's not had that character development which I agree with but it's also just frustrating because I just feel like it's kind of like, again, with Marvel, no one can die. It's a cop out. It's like, you know, so that's why I'm not like really excited to see what happens. But like it and also I really like that Loki at the end, like the Loki I, we see in Ragnarok. I like I really like him, whereas like with this, it's like, is he just going to be like an asshole again? Like, is it just going to be like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just a bit like wary about what's going to happen. Um and yeah, like I think I think Craig, you're right. Like I just don't know where this is actually gonna go because yeah, there's like the time police, and that's kind of all we really know from the trailers and stuff. And at one point, he's like on a plane, um, <laughs> he's in a suit. I think he hit somebody with a suitcase. Like yeah, it's <laughs> you know it'll be like it'll be fun to watch. I think it's gonna be a fun watch, but I just for me, I don't know how it's gonna work in terms of like character development. And again, like if Thor and Loki ever like come into contact again just how that's gonna impact things I just I just don't know how I feel but yeah but yeah it'd be, I'm excited to watch the first episode I, I know I've literally said so many negatives but I'm excited to see what happens because obviously I do love Tom Hiddleston as Loki I think he's brilliant so it'll be a good watch yeah my biggest hope is just that we see a lot of diverse Loki in the sense of like actually bringing his trickster magic in there because that's something that we haven't really discovered yet like most of his powers have been through the tesseract or like any other kind of stuff so that i hope that they are really doing a good job on his magic part because he can do so much more than we have seen so that's something that i hope for that we get to see some nice kind of magic they did a good job with wandavision so i hope like that scene where the runes came up i was like yeah that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> um so um that kind of stuff and that we get to see that also obviously then used in fights and stuff or just generally him having all his trickster magic and kind of stuff i'm hoping they're gonna pull off the whole non-binary slash female loki slash is bisexuality part good off that's something that i hope they're gonna yeah it's rumored kind of ish um, so I, I'm curious to see how they're going to pull that off if we're actually getting more LGBTQ representation through Loki on that spectrum. Um, and I've just uh, googled an article while you two were having and apparently um, a young version of a kid character has been confirmed and her 
name or like the young version that she's playing is actually from a comic a comic Marvel character called Enchantress. And Enchantress is a character that is actually an enemy of Thor and she gets her powers from Loki. So oh. she has been confirmed as a young character, which then kind of could be that she is also gonna be there as like a bigger bigger character um depending on the timeline that we're moving in that will be interesting because i want to see more villains they had such a good run with what's her the the witch mm, from agatha agatha yeah i always forgot her like i know her her other name but not this one um yeah so they did a good start run and it would be interesting to see to also obviously have more female strong presentation in there um so i'm i'm hoping that yeah that's just I just hope that they're going to bring it into some kind of like content where it's just like, does that make work or did I really have to like rewatch Infinity War and Endgame to make this sense? Um, or to also see how it's going to intertwine with, because I believe there's some at least Easter egg that connects to WandaVision. So, because when we have the multiverse, uh, Doctor Strange Madness, that that there needs to be somewhat a connection. I was already hoping for that moment when we see Wanda in the Hydra, Hydra cells and stuff, and there is the stone. And I was like, oh oh oh, are we getting an Easter egg? Are we getting an Easter egg? No, the stone was also yellow, boring. So, <laughs> um, but obviously it's also her story. So that was, I guess, Marvel is just like. I, th- I feel like with Loki, because after that, we're not going to have, like, we're going to go in, we're going towards movies again, rather than <laughs> TV shows. So I think um, Loki's going to pull us off from an angle where it's like, oh, yeah, okay, now they build up something that's going to be huge for Phase 4. Because um, I think that, like, there's going to be so much input for other movies where it's like, oh, that's going to interwine with that, that's going to interwine with that, that's going to interwine with that. The other worry that I have is, again, this like whole six-episode thing, because we already discussed that with WandaVision. We had nine episodes, yeah, and we felt like a tenth episode was missing. We had it with Winter Soldier and Falcon, where it's like we're missing like one or two more episodes to have something stretched out. So I really hope that they're going to pull this off right i'm always i mean i'm assuming that we're gonna get like roundabout hour episodes again on um on the loki tv show but yeah it's it's interesting to see um where they're gonna take us like obviously i'm excited to see that at the same time i'm just like i don't want to get my hopes up because then my hopes are gonna be crashed again and it's just like i know that tom hiddleston is gonna do a great job and stuff but it just yeah, it's uh, there's so much potential, and everything could go right or everything could go wrong. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of like what I hope to see. And yeah, theory-wise, it's really hard to say because I would have to literally rewatch the Infinity War and Endgame uh, movie to just kind of figure out on what timeline when what happened. Because as we mentioned before, Loki has died so many times, and there could like they could even. They could even go back to, like, you know, Thor 1 for a flashback or something like that. So it's, like, it's really unclear to see, like, are we actually going to go fully back? Or are we sliding more into the times where we haven't seen him? What's the whole deal with, like, what happened with, like, Endgame in the different timelines and stuff? So, yeah, I have trust that they're going to pull this off in a sense of, like, at least make a sense for the, like, (laughs) average watcher. But then with times and stuff, it's always a bit tricky to say. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely think um, it. I feel like Loki's almost designed to also be like a bit more of an ex- explanatory uh, show on the timeline stuff because I feel like we so far we haven't really had anyone like obviously we were told about it in Endgame, but you know so briefly that everyone has their own sort of opinions on how it works, and especially like, even to the point that like both the writers and directors were saying different things on like you know. Oh, it is. It's like you know, Captain <laughs> back in the end, and then the other side's like, no, he didn't go. Like he's like, it's still the same one, and then it's just all this stuff, which I feel like they haven't really spent the time to sort of uh, fix yet. You know, we we haven't had any 
movie or series afterwards that's really kind of sat down and gone, yeah, you know that time we all kind of like messed up time in reality? Like we should probably be a bit more concerned about that. So I think Loki is definitely going to kind of sit there at least Hopefully, I don't know if it'll be a whole episode or at least a decent part, we'll sort of sit there and try to explain a bit more about what's going on and, like, how it technically works. Although, uh, I, you know, once you bring in stuff like time travel and different realities and all that stuff, you know, your universe always becomes a bit more uh, broken. Because <laughs> it's, uh, like Hannah was saying with um, Loki, like, we've seen him die so many times and that last death, you know, his last proper death was actually a really honourable one. But when you can sort of say, oh, but they could just go back in time or, you know, we can just pull another Loki through, it's it's not, it's suddenly, yeah, it loses a little bit of impact. It's the same with, like, all the comics and stuff, you know, once, you know, especially nowadays, we, we are so used to comics having, like, you know, huge realities and many multiverses and things like that, that it's like, why don't you just go and <laughs> yeet another Loki from a, another universe into ours, or like, you know. <laughs> but hopefully that might be, again, that we might get a bit more on that. And especially because, so as far as I'm aware, like this Loki that they, they're taking would have been the one, like what, just after he lost in Avengers. So it'll be interesting to see how he acts, because yeah, he won't have, Sadly, he won't be the Loki that we all love, <laughs> which is sort of a shame because, like, you know, he, he'll still be the very, realistically, he should still be the very arrogant Loki, you know, who's sort of still, you know, going against Thor <laughs> and, and not really, I, I don't know. I mean, like I say, maybe we'll see sort of his more, maybe he will learn that he did always sort of obviously care about Thor and things like that, and that maybe he did always have a bit more of a softer side and we'll get to see that but i don't know yeah it's so hard to say because yeah realistically this loki is definitely the most arrogant <laughs> version and not the one that we're all like oh but he's a, he is good like i swear and <laughs> you know so it's definitely yeah i i hope they sort of go into that a bit more but again i guess maybe it'll be a bit it's a bit boring stuff you know no one wants to hear and there's not one explanation when you know <laughs> you have many opportunities and realities and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that was really well put. <laughs> I don't have much else to say. Bravo. Yeah. Bravo. Yeah, I can also agree on that. Like, it's interesting to see what kind of character development we're going to get. To be honest, with the, I think the problem with the softer side is that we never had so far that moment where he where you can really see what his intentions were other than oh I want to be king like <laughs> that's just I mean yeah we get it but I would love to see just this because he's so smart as well it's not just about like it's not this thing of oh I'm just a rampage I'm just I just want power it, he's so smart about it and how he has I mean don't get me started on the Avengers movie I, I reconsider my <laughs> my he's not smart in that movie he's not smart in that movie but nothing is smart in this movie so um uh that's another story that i gotta tell um, <laughs> so yeah it's just i really hope we get to see kind of like how his mind works in that sense i guess and just have this because like this is why he's such a discussed character as well. Because some put him as villain, some put him as like anti-hero, some put him as like no, he's actually a good guy, but we've never seen his soft side kind of. And um, yeah, it would just be nice to have this kind of like oh, this that's this is what like his intentions really were, or this is the deeper layer to it and stuff. So that will be interesting and to see where they're gonna take it as well. And I pretty sure that after the tv show we're gonna see him in multiverse again if not then also in uh, lady Th thor love and thunder yeah i guess yeah i definitely think um uh it'll be it, i definitely think we're gonna get a lot of loki being the trickster like i 100 percent feel yeah. he's i i think that's hopefully that is going to be the big thing in this series is that loki's always going to be i reckon at least you know five steps ahead like yeah. that, that's why i'm convinced like he's because especially I, I'm wondering if he, like the fact he's obviously been pulled in by these people knowing he's obviously jumped realities or whatever. But I wonder if he'll learn or obviously become aware that, yeah, he has died in obviously these other universes and 
you know, things like that. And I wonder if that will change, help, help sort of develop this Loki and obviously learning about sort of the things, you know, the other Lokis have done. <laughs> so, like, I'm kind of hoping they touch on that stuff because that'd be really interesting. And, yeah, I think, like I said, he's always going to be, a, I, I think he's going to be showing off his smarts against these people who are trying to, you know, manipulate him and sort of make him do their bidding when I think, you know, he's definitely not going to be <laughs> standing for that. And he, I mean, I think he's in the trailers. He already mentions the like timekeepers or whatever. So he's obviously already aware of them, you know, so he already doesn't believe in it. So <laughs> I think we're just going to, hopefully we're going to get a pure chaotic Loki and just one that like, I would love it if he does just go and fuck up more realities <laughs> like <laughs> oh, or something like that. Like I would love to see him just go batshit wild and like, I don't know. Yeah. Just break reality. Oh, I think that would make my head hurt if that happened. <laughs> I'd be like, no, why? Um, but yeah, for sure. Like, because I feel like we haven't seen half of his talents yet. I feel like he's like been multiple of himself and then like pretended to be like someone else briefly. But otherwise, that's kind of all we've seen. So it'd be really nice to see what more he can do. And like without something like, I don't know, the Tesseract is like a power source. Although actually, would he still have the Tesseract? Oh, of the time police taking it all these questions will be answered <laughs> yeah 100% 100% right we're gonna wrap this up so next week you're gonna have the Norse mythology versus comic content episode I'm so big excited to dive you into this world of like how folklore is actually on the Norse side and on that note you can still enjoy things even though we criticize things a lot <laughs> You can bucket still hat. enjoy bucket hats <laughs> and flat caps. You can. It's just my opinion. Yeah, because um. essentially we all have our own truth. So next time we're going to take that turn and then we're going to dive more into discussions of the Loki episodes on top of some other Marvel topics that we're going to prepare for you guys. Stay tuned, stay wild wherever you are and wow. On that note, and wow, I hope you have a lovely time wherever you are on this world right now. And I'll see you next time on Gigi and Saji. Bye. 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 You want to get in contact with us? Don't you worry. You can find us on the internet via revolutionseries.com, our book page, refmentoring.work when it comes to Gigi and all things coaching, Abel and Abel Chronicles on the internet as her photography page, and Elsie Hamilton or Lola Hamilton on Instagram. Go check our socials and we'll be in touch.